back to the Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation Grizzly Bear Blues. I am the One P Shark. I'm at underscore Scott on Twitter as usual, but I'm also the block party manager for my boy Triple Dub. He's you know he's got all these block parties, but he ain't got nobody to help him manage those. So that's what I'm here for this week. As the great Stringer Bell from the Wire said, "We back up." This your guy Trail Dilla Brooks Island. We back up, baby. What's good? Never have nothing catchy to say. It's really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> consistent with it, though. Uh, if nothing else, he'll have something. He'll, he'll have something. <laughs> All right, let me hand it off to Cap, though. Hey, sometimes, man, just keep it simple. Sometimes it works out. But, you know, the Grizzlies probably did keep it simple because how do you get the jerseys? How, how do y'all both come out of white jerseys against OKC, man? Come on now. Simple. Not, not, not paying uh, attention to the email. Mm, that and you feel like wherever you go is your your place. So mm-hmm. you're going to wear whatever jersey you feel like you're going to wear, even in Oklahoma. My house, my rules. Type of thing. Yeah, like Pretty spades <laughs> or Uno. And the Grizz got a full-game road trip, so they was going to wear them white jerseys at some point. They just thought it was going to be tonight. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, that was, that was some funny stuff. But to go back throughout the week, of course, like Trevor mentioned earlier, then the Brooks did return that game. But – Start the week, we did play the orders. Me and Skyler were uh, at different parts of the arena, but we were both at the game. Saw that throttling, uh, blowout fashion. Then we uh, played New York Knicks on Friday night, which was it was a struggle. But shout out, like Skyler mentioned earlier, he's block party manager for Triple J and Brandon Clark. Man, they they, they was uh, on one in that fourth quarter. Shout out to the boys, came through with the win. Then went to OKC. You can tell, man, kind of a little lot of gaggings. You know, it's OKC, but like uh, someone mentioned on the radio earlier, I can't remember who said it, but they got to their first timeout, saw, them, saw a little bit of lot of gagging. Taylor Jenkins instantly called timeout and said, nah, nah, y'all remember the Houston game? Nah, we ain't about to do this again. And we're out to care of business. Three and a week. Well, y'all thoughts about the past week? I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm with it for the simple fact that we went three and out. Um, Shark, you just alluded to it that there have been times where the Grizzlies have coughed up games to Houston or the Pelicans or whomever teams that they shouldn't they naturally shouldn't be losing to. They've had those type of games. And so I think it was kind of good to see them. Granted, they struggle. I think my, my issue is them defensively throughout the entirety of the game. You mentioned how the well Brandon Clark and Trip Dub was, you know, at the late at the end of that the Knicks game, but I, I need to see that more throughout the game. Um, but for them to, you know, beat the Knicks and then for them to come out and, and, and beat the Pelicans again, like, I'm just grateful to see that. Uh, I'm grateful to see that, you know, they're trying to make sure rosters and, and everybody um, is clicking well as they kind of come through um, to the end of the season. So I'm happy that they went through now. Yeah, not much really to say here um, about this 3-0 week, but I know Taylor Jenkins mentioned before, I think this was before the Knicks game, he doesn't want the teams to get too high or too low on anything. Uh, the Knicks game was a little bit alarming. Um, you would have loved to see the play of the Grizzlies that they had in the fourth quarter kind of be withstand through all four quarters, but, hey, that's just part of the nature of the game. Sometimes you show up late, sometimes you don't show up at all, but, hey, as they say, better late than never. Uh, convincing win uh, previously this past Tuesday against the Pelicans. Uh, much needed, of course, given the ramifications of what happened in the game against Houston. Uh, it's good to see my guy back, uh, Dylan Brooks, in the game against the Thunder. 
looked pretty decent. Um, shot pretty decent from the field, six of fourteen. Like I always tell everybody, he's gonna get his FGAs up. So just get ready for those. Uh, seven people in double figures for the Grizzlies in that game against the Thunder, a game that they should have put away. Um, you'll take the win, but there's, I felt that the Grizzlies should have put this game away. Honestly, at halftime, like Grizzlies at one point were about 16, uh, let Oklahoma City hang around and they got it back up to double digits and let them hang around towards the end. They just didn't give up the lead, but you can see in this game, albeit it's Oklahoma City, but you can see the effect that Dylan Brooks has on this team when he's out there for the team. Like everything, it's not really just up to a whole nother level, like with Jai's out there, but you can see like Dylan Brooks is that spark plug that makes the Grizz go, which is why I always say that he's untouchable. So um in the end, a great week for the Grizz and looks like they're about to go streaking. Yeah, I, I'm not upset with um, what happened against the Knicks. Um, to me, I, I think of the teams that we played this week, the Knicks are the best coach team um, of all three. And so you do expect some type of run um, at any point in their basketball game. And we'll take it against them. Uh, and albeit, again, we still went 3-0. and um, Brandon Clark and what he's been able to show um, coming off the bench for us is huge. So when we talked about that eight, nine man rotation last week, I know we all included Brandon Clark and we should have. Um, and then you look at Dylan Brooks return and, and steadily just how he's going to increase his intensity, especially on the defensive side uh, of the ball. Um, you see he's probably lost. It's, I mean, it happens, right? Um, conditioning, he's probably lost a step right now as it stands defensively, but that'll come back. And it's great that we're getting him back in the middle of March as opposed to waiting until April uh, or later from there. Um, my take about the week, man, I'm glad I was wrong, right? I said 2-1 uh, that we would lose to the Thunder. Um, I'm glad we didn't, uh, and I'm glad that we were outscoring uh, the Knicks um, on that night, along with outscoring the Thunder as well. Um, again, if we – if there was a team that's going to test us, I would appreciate it being the Knicks of this week. Um, I know people are like, well, why the Knicks? I mean, this is of the teams that we played this week. It's the team that was in the playoffs last season. Um, now, is this a great team? No, not really. I think that might be scratching the 11th seed or 10th seed right now in the East. Um, and so the Pelicans 10th seed, maybe. Um, but again, Tom Thibodeau to me is a better coach out of the three. And so you do expect the run to happen with them. Uh, kudos to us, uh, the Grizzlies, and let's keep marched on in the month of March. Yeah, to be fair about the Knicks, they did. They just beat Dallas by 30 in Dallas the game before that. Then the game afterward, I mean, it took KD had to score 50 to beat them, literally. Like, they, they were – the game went, like, back and forth. So, the Knicks have been playing better, and I think they're on, like, a long road trip right now. So, they are kind of playing – Julius Randle's kind of playing back up to his uh, building that he was playing, like, last year. Probably too late. Well, it, it was too late for them to actually make the playoffs, but uh, I can see how that game ended up being tough. But like I said, rock solid week. Grizz three and zero. I mean, I'm just glad it took care of business. Uh, and of course, we're getting to games this week in a second. But just glad to see to the brisket back in. Glad to see it wasn't nothing. You know, you remember when Jaw first came back against OKC, uh, right? I had in December and. The whole team got and get adjusted. Jaw, you know, kind of being a little pessimistic, taking shots. Dylan gonna come in. He gonna, you know, he fit right in. He gonna do what he do, make some good plays, uh, just get back in rhythm. So 
Look good. Zaire looked good come, uh, coming back off the bench. So, hey, we up and rolling. We're ready to see what's going forward. So, next, let's go to the standings. Right now, we are a half a game ahead to go to state, and Mr. Draymond Green is returning uh, as we record this show <laughs> tonight. So, uh, forget the one seed. Uh, we lost to Houston. Yeah, anybody ever talk about the one seed? Phoenix uh, still looking good uh, without Chris Powell. So, uh, I, I already knew it's a long shot, but it's definitely pretty much a done deal now. Um, so. and, that, and that team is not motivated. Thanks to Anthony Davis as well. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, you're about to be yep. They just beat. But uh, Grizzlies Warriors, two seed. I think we're, uh, we're four games ahead of Jazz. So Grizzlies Warriors, two seed. This is going to be discussion coming down the stretch. Draymond is back now. What y'all think coming forward? Y'all really – do y'all think – do y'all think that game come up and go stay in two weeks? That game would be it. Like whoever win that game get. Yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm excited as a as a basketball fan to see. Um, you know, I think people talked about people complained about you know having the the playing game and you know having the NBA do things to make sure that we still as NBA fans you know paid attention towards the end of the season. And so what I appreciate is you know this game that game is in particular is going to be huge in terms of to you what you said, Sharky. Who's going to get the two seed? Who's going to get the three seed? Who's going to play who in the first round and things like that? And so um, things between games between the, the Warriors and the Grizzlies have been really, really good as of late, um, toward, especially at the end of the season. And then I think every game this year has been it's been much wise. I think we've all pulled up to those games or seen those games and just see how competitive they are. And so I think it's a measuring stick for both as they can, as they get ready to close the close the season and close and get ready for the playoffs. So I think um, I said all that to say, um, I think the Grizzlies win the game. I think the Grizzlies will finish the season as the, as the two seed in the Western conference. Yeah. A team that the Grizz are just as mo I would say just as motivated as Phoenix. Thanks to a certain person on uh, TV who felt that the Grizz would choke away a series against the Lakers, but that's a whole different story for a whole different day. Um, I think we all said this before when we saw this game on the schedule that the Warriors and Grizzlies would have some serious playoff implications. I do think the winner of that game does get the two seed because at that point after that, you're pretty much looking to West your starters for the rest of the season to kind of gear up for the playoffs. So um, that game, I believe, is in FedEx form. Um, and I do think the Grizzlies uh, take care of business in that game to solidify themselves as the second seed. And they'll await on whoever wins between if the standings stay the same, they'll await the winner of Minnesota and the Clippers to see who they draw in the first round. So I will take the Grizz here as the two seed. Yeah, um, I'm the the fool. Um, shouldn't just call me myself a fool. I was the one that thought and was hoping and praying that they Grizzlies can put together enough to win the one seed um, in the West. Um, and it did happen, and that's fine. Um, and I'm going to take a step back now. Selfishly, I want us as a three seed because I don't think the Mavericks can even dip down that low so I can see John Morant in the playoffs. Um, but I I think that we will actually land as the third seed. Um, I don't know if this game – um, we'll have that many implications once it gets there. Um, and that's just me being me, but I think we will land as a third seed. Now, being in the third seed is actually to me better 
because you know who your opponent is at least a day in advance as opposed to being a second or first seed. Um, and so it gives Taylor Jenkins and our staff more time to prepare um, for who we'll see for seven games. Now, as it stands right now, that would be us going against Joker and company, um, which is something that I definitely uh, am not looking forward to. But again, me being selfish, I'd rather us be a see the Mavericks as the sixth seed and us the third seed. But I actually think that we'll end the season on the third seed. And, that, and that's fine. Like, again, again, talking about the last time we talked about the Grizzlies, you told us before the season began that we would even have home court advantage for the first round in playoffs. We're taking it. And we're not saying anything less than that, even right now on March 14th. So again, whether it's first, second, third, or fourth seed, we're taking. Matter of fact, we'll take any seed one through six because we're guaranteed to be in the playoffs without the playing scenario that I believe many people thought we would be in at the start of this season. And now look at where we're at, especially with whatever injuries we've had compiled to ourselves. We didn't make excuses, and this is where we stand. So actually, again, give me the third seed, um, and then let's go ahead and set ourselves up. Regardless of the fact, we'll see. We will see the Warriors in the second round. No ifs, ands, or buts. I guess the question is going to be, will we have that home court advantage? And honestly, I don't even care about it. Let's go and take one, maybe two games from Oracle for all I'm concerned, whatever they're called now. Not Crypto Arena, but whatever they want to be called. Um, but give me third seed. I think it's uh, Chase Center. That's what it's called now. But, uh, nah, give me this. Nah, well, like I said, we got two weeks to the game, but I do think that game will – it will come. That game will decide pretty much who gets the two or three seed. Uh, yeah, I prefer number two. I don't want to see Jokic with the ret- I I know I don't believe you know Jamal Murray and Michael Ford Jr. returning. They won't be, you know, their normal sales, but it's still a boost with you know, possible MVP. Uh, so I would like to avoid them at all costs if we can. Uh, and also get home court advantage. I do care about home court advantage. Um, a couple years ago we played Golden State now home court and. That was part of the reason we lost this series. Uh, other things, you know, Tony out of the hamstring, Mike Cunny, broken face. A lot, of, a lot of things happened in one war in this series. But, hey, I loved it. Um, but let's go ahead, kick it on off to the week at hand. Of course, March Madness is starting this week. But we'll push that off to next episode uh, after we see the first couple, first two rounds and view a couple players and see what players we would like to create the possible target. Um you know, in the draft, I know Parker's about to do it. Power talking about a little bit, talking a little bit about on his show on the long few coming up tomorrow as well. But this week we have, I just had to get the book up. There we go. At, in, oh, that's something. Yeah, we're still on the road. No home game. At Indiana, at Atlanta, at, at Houston. We play Indiana on Tuesday, which is the day this episode comes out. We play at Atlanta on Friday and at Houston on Sunday in the revenge game uh, last week. What, who, what y'all got? For the sake of trying to be right, give me two and one. Um, the team that I have us taking a loss to is the Indiana Pacers. Um, I think any. I, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, there, there are teams that I follow that just naturally just struggle playing there. I'm not sure what the what it is. They they just never just like legit have that star. They've struggled with that since I guess Paul George and still, but. Uh, they have a okay decent roster, but it's just it's just something about the game. It's just like, yeah, I feel like they might take a L. I think I saw earlier today that John Moran is doubtful for the game. 
I'm not mistaken. Maybe, maybe I'm hope I hope I'm wrong by saying that somebody was listed as doubtful, and I'm 75% sure it's like John Morant. But nonetheless, um, I think that's what it is. And so I think they're just gonna struggle. Um, they're still on the road. So I think they may, you know, miss some shots here or there. Um, I think they'll continue to struggle defensively, which is again is my issue over the past few weeks. Um, but then I think John Morant comes back. If I'm not mistaken, that he was that he's listed as doubtful. So I think he'll be out. The, the indie game, he'll come back for the Atlanta Hawks game. That's also a game I'm trying to do a watch party for anybody that got, that has that going on. Um, but I think they'll come back um, and beat Atlanta. Um, in Atlanta, I'm excited to troll Atlanta Hawks fans. I love doing that. Shout out to Boy Shane. Um, he's a pretty good follow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I think they, they take that game, and I think they also take the Rockets game. So give me two on for, uh, for the week. Back soreness. You can hang out with Ben Simmons too much, man. Okay, that's a whole different story for a whole different podcast. But yeah, this job being doubtful again uh for Tuesday's game against the Pacers is more along the reason why I say they go two and one uh with their loss to the Pacers. Um the Pacers, they're not uber competitive. Uh this they've been competitive up and down most of the season, but since getting Tyrese Halliburton and the rest of those guys in the draft, it's almost like they just got and a drilling and shot in the arm, and they've been a whole lot more competitive than most teams give them credit for. Uh, job being doubtful, probably sitting out this game Tuesday means I think Tyrese Halliburton is going to get loose. Uh, the Grizzlies will probably take a loss there, but then they bounce back with two straight in Atlanta and at Houston on Sunday. So I will take two and one. Uh, what is, and I think job returns in one of those two games, whether it be Atlanta or Houston. Got it. Um, that that injury to job didn't know about the back soreness um, for our upcoming game. Um, so it's good to hear that report. I guess ahead of time, um, we got to beat Houston. That that's not even a question. So if anyone thinks that we're losing Houston, that's got to be a no go. Um, unfortunately, I'll stay with two and one. Um, but I think the loss happens where you get the lemon pepper wings um, in Atlanta. Um, I hear it's about the Pacers. The Pacers have been playing much harder basketball. Um, record doesn't always indicate that. Um, but Houston, Houston, my fault. Houston, we're not worried about. But Atlanta is one of those teams that is in the playing scenario and is going to be fighting for their lives. Um, and so I'm not saying we're going to overlook them again. The Knicks were also fighting for lives and still fighting for lives would still be in the playing scenario. Um, and they gave us a little bit of a fight. Um, and Nate McMillan knows how to coach throughout the second half of the season a little bit better than he does in the first half. Um, and so I think our loss does happen Friday night in Atlanta. Yes, Friday night in Atlanta. Well, I'm going to be the one. Give me 3-0. Uh, there's two things I don't know about this Grizzlies team. They win when Ja ain't playing. <laughs> they got 12-2 and two without Ja. So give me their win at the Pacers, and they get revenge on teams that they've lost to. They lost to Atlanta by like 40 at home when John got hurt in December. I guarantee you that they're going to go back and uh, get their revenge. And they just lost to Houston last week, so they're going to get their revenge too. Give me 3-0. 3-0, baby. I hope John Morant dunks on somebody for the Hawks. I mean, straight and bare. Because I, 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 I need some good trolling. Actually, never mind. I was about to lie. I don't need any trolling in my life. Never mind. 
going back on you because you know it's going to come right back now don't let it come right back to you never mind i'm going back on i'm used <laughs> <laughs> all right man that does it man really quick man quick episode get in get out man y'all y'all lunch break y'all can y'all have 30 minute lunch break that's a quick 20 25 minutes that y'all got to listen to us real quick that's about long as my weekend is about 20 25 right, exactly that's, that's how long my weekend is. Don't say stuff like this, Shark. It me <laughs> Bad times, man. <laughs> oh, man. But, so I don't know, man. Remember to follow us at the starting five, the number five, MEM, all the Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies. Listen to the other podcasts on the network, The Longview, 3ND, Core 4, and GBB Live. And, of course, you remember you can follow me at the one underscore P Shark. I'm still at underscore Scott on Twitter, but hey, trip dub. Make sure you need it. If you need a block party manager, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. We can turn this thing up. Yeah, and I'm at the art of Trevor. You know, of is still the preposition. Dylan Brooks Allen is back up and running. We just had Shay Gillis Alexander come and pay a visit. Looking little, looking like a star study week, possibly. So hey, check it, check it out. <laughs> hey, Grizz. Let's prove me. And everyone else wrong except for the cap and go three and oh. But if not, it's really shitty. I'll let you. <laughs> Good one. And as always, go Grizz. But this week and this week and this week in this case with March Madness, go Tigers and go balls. <laughs>